Hey guys, you're listening to Tea with Gen Z, the podcast where we talk about topics you care about. From pop culture to mental health and relatable stories, we got it all. Today, we're going to be talking about a topic that many students can relate to, burnout and overworking ourselves. My name is James, and today I'm joined with Jawad and Yara to talk about this pressing issue. Hey guys. Hello. Hey. Let's do a quick question, guys. How are you feeling right now? Do you think you're being overworked? Listen, I was about ready to pass out when I got home today. I got maybe two hours of sleep last night, and all I could think about was all the work I still have to do, and it's not looking good already for me. Wait, work is in like assignments and quizzes? Yeah, and all my readings and all the writing I have to do, and just so many things. That's the thing about being a senior uni student. I feel you, Yara, but for me, it's too early in the semester to be tired. So maybe ask me again in a few weeks. I mean, let's not try and get there. (laughs) I mean, look, guys, this is a topic that has been discussed quite a bit now. But just for the people who haven't heard about this before, what exactly is burnout? So burnout is this feeling of exhaustion that you get from putting yourself through an incredible amount of stress. It can take the form of mental exhaustion. It's basically just due to high amounts of stress. That's a great definition, Yarn. I just want to clarify one small thing. You know, a lot of times when we hear the word burnout being thrown around, it's for, you know, 30-year-old men who have like five different startups. They're working a full-time job and they're like curing cancer on the side. You know, they're doing a lot of crazy things. And so sometimes we think, oh, that's not me. You know, I'm a student. I don't face that. I don't do nearly the amount of work they do. But that's actually not true. You know, like the thing is, like we all have different capacities. And so we can experience burnout simply by being students. And that's actually one of the things that we're going to be talking about today. I can tell you about a lot of stories where I felt burnt out. For example, the first semester, I started off pretty strong. I was getting good grades. I had an amazing social life where I participated in in a lot of events and clubs. And I met so many people and made a lot of friends. But towards the end of the semester, I started feeling exhausted. And like I was sleeping less at night. I lost a lot of weight because I wasn't eating as much. And it was all because I overworked myself trying to do everything without taking proper care of myself. Wait, Jawad, you touched on something. You mentioned how, you know, during that period, you overworked yourself. And I think that's the real root of being burnt out, you know, overworking ourselves. But why exactly do people put themselves through it? You know, I I wouldn't imagine that people do it for fun. So personally, I think that our society has kind of conditioned the idea of productivity into us. That's always the end goal is you need to be constantly achieving something, constantly raising the bar, constantly meeting deadlines. And it comes to a point where, you know, we're not robots. There's only so much we can do Mm -hmm. before we overload ourselves. But it's like companies especially, but also with schools, there's always an exponential amount of growth that they expect. You know, you started your first semester, you took maybe a math 100 class and you learned all this. But then the next semester, it's a huge jump from math 100 to whatever the next class is. And then from that huge jump to algebra. And it's kind of like a game of catch up that you have to play where you're always running after the carrot, but you can never reach the carrot. And so you have to keep running. Does that make sense? Yeah, I think it's really interesting what you meant by how there's this focus on productivity. And if there's no output or results to show for, then it's like the effort you put in didn't really matter. I agree with you. But I do feel like there are people that may face burnout because they were doing something they thought was fun. 
and I'm also one of those people. And it could look like participating in activities around campus, joining a lot of clubs, constantly hanging out with their friends, and going out a lot without realizing how much it can affect your energy and leading to burnout. So it's not just academic work. It can even be social. Yeah, I really like what you said, Jawad, because I often like to say that I have a social battery and I can only be around people for so long before I start feeling mentally exhausted. And I feel like a lot of us with work, with friendships, with activities, we all have this battery at a certain capacity that we can handle and we keep depleting it without giving it a chance to recharge. So you're taking it all the way max to zero. It's recharging maybe 10%, but then you're taking it back to zero and you have no time to recover between everything. Yeah, my social battery can only last for like two hours and then I'm done for the day. Yeah, that's actually a really interesting take that, you know, some things that we can perceive as fun can also lead to being burnt out. You know, meeting with too many people, doing a bunch of quote unquote fun activities can also be tiring, especially if like what Yara said, we just hop on from one thing to the next with no break, no regard for our rest or, you know, to recuperate. Exactly. I do want to add something, though. I think there are some people who just naturally have ambition or goals that they want to achieve. And so that motivates and pushes them to keep adding things on their plate. And that's the thing, especially when you're doing things that you love, you lose track of time and you don't realize you've already skipped meals. You've already lost sleep and you don't even realize it, but you've already overworked yourself. It's not only that you've overworked yourself sometimes, you kind of fall behind the ball where, okay, so now you spent a lot of time doing something you love and now you have less time to work on that paper you need to turn in. And now you're stressing about that paper, but you also have that one assignment the other classes also do. And it just kind of all topples on top of each other. And it's hard to manage everything. And it snowballs now. Yeah. And then it causes even more undue stress. That's true. Yeah, absolutely. We voluntarily add things on their plate. And it's not necessarily a bad thing. You know, a lot of people have ambition. They have goals that they want to achieve. Mm -hmm. And because of that, they're driven to, you know, I want to join this club. I want to help out in this initiative. And because of their drive, don't realize what they can feasibly accomplish and do. And so they spread themselves too thin. And I'm actually guilty of this, like especially in high school, every activity that I could see, I would sign up. And I didn't realize that it was already taking a toll. Yeah, I was going to say, I keep thinking about you. (laughs) And it wasn't just high school. You still do that. But a lot of times that I've thought, how is he doing all that? How does he find the time? Does he sleep? Like, I swear, Yara, it's not just you. I'm pretty sure everyone that knows James has told him that he needs to take a break. Wait, but that actually transitions us to the next question I have, because my thing is now, where do we draw the line between, let's say, challenging and pushing ourselves versus overworking? Because look, like we have to face it in order for us to grow and mature and jump from one level to the next, we need to push ourselves. But how much pushing becomes too much pushing? I think you're allowed to push yourself every now and then, as long as you're aware of it and you make sure to take care of yourself at the same time. That's a really interesting point, Joy, because, you know, for go-karting, for instance, one of the instructions the people give you is that the moment you speed up, you know, you hit the accelerator, you need to be really careful, small movements, and you need to be attentive. And I think that same principle applies here. You know, when you're pushing yourself and you're speeding up, you need to be conscious of the small things, make sure that everything is set because it can quickly develop into something dangerous almost. Yeah, I just kept crashing into the walls. (laughs) <laughs> I can see you doing that. I think the key here really is to know your limits. 
you need to realize what is a challenge to you and what is something that is unattainable. What is something that you could theoretically be able to achieve with a moderate amount of stress to yourself and what is something that is just going to burn you out and cause you unneeded stress. It's kind of a balancing act of knowing what's possible and what's not. I like that because it makes you ask yourself, is it worth it what I'm doing? And who am I doing it for? Am I doing it for myself or for someone else? Yeah, that's exactly it. So back in high school, I used to do track and the coaches would always tell us after a run, whether it's a sprint or a marathon, you never sit down, you never stop. You have to just slow down. You need to walk it off until your muscles relax enough that if you sit down, they're not going to seize up painfully. And that kind of is the same thing that's happening here with the burnout. If you're going for so long and so hard and you all of a sudden stop and you jump back on the ball at the same pace, it's not going to help. It's not going to do anything for you. It's not solving your issues to take that momentary pause because it's not addressing the root of the issue, which is overworking yourself. That's a really good distinction, Yara, because sometimes people think, oh, I'm overworking myself right now. Let me just stop studying for like two weeks. Let me hop on like video games nonstop. I mean, that's not the solution. You know, the solution is not to just disappear and drop away from all your tasks. It's to slow down. I actually really love that analogy. And, you know, how are you talking about after the race? You know, you need to slow down. I think there's another analogy that works as well. It's that you can't expect yourself to start running fast without warming up first. Mm -hmm. And I feel like that's part of the error here. You know, for us students, sometimes it's whether in the shower or late at night, we have this big burst of motivation where it's like, I want to conquer the world. I want to do everything. And so that very instant, we start working and we don't realize it's not sustainable. We don't have the muscle to do that right away. For instance, let's say one of your targets is to be an AUS club president. That's good to have as a target, but you can't expect the very first club that you join uh, that you'd instantly run it. You know, you'd have to work your way there and develop the muscle and the stamina, the endurance to take on that challenge. The same way, like you're not going to take what, like eight courses on your first semester or maybe even at all. Like you need to pace yourself until you're comfortable enough to move up from one level to the next. I honestly love that and I think it's a good way to deal with burnout. Another way is to reach out to someone. For example, I reached out to one of my friends a couple of semesters ago and I told him that I'm going to get burnt out sometime during the semester and I'm going to need your help with it. And also, of course, I'll also be there for you because it's important to have that support system. I really like that, Joaz. Um, your support system is so important and, you know, that can be your friends. It can also be your parents, your siblings. It could be a counselor. We have campus counselors here at AUS and I'm sure you can find outside resources as well. But also keep in mind that you are someone else's support system, you know, and sometimes it would be nice to reach out to your friends, tell them, hey, I see you're struggling. I'm here for you if you ever need a lifeline. Yeah, this has been a great conversation, Jordan and Yora. I really do think this is something that a lot of students can relate to. Burnout is something that we're all going to face, especially for those of us who want to keep pushing ourselves and improving. I feel like I've learned a lot and I'm hoping our listeners have learned something new as well. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to follow us on Instagram at twagenz underscore to keep up to date with all our future episodes. Until then, we'll see you next time. Keep sipping tea with Gen Z. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye.